This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Guys, if you don't know what Liquid IV is, well, buckle up because I'm going to throw you a game changer. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier that not only tastes great, but is a non-GMO electric light drink mix. Powered by cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the body faster and more efficiently than water can just do alone. One stick contains three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks with five essential vitamins. Now, I pride myself on telling you about things that I either already like or just use in my everyday life. And I have to say, I've actually been a fan of Liquid IV for a long, long time now. I use it for everything from, you know, just long runs to stay in shape, all those late nights with those after hours or just when I'm feeling a little dehydrated. I turned to it so it could just, my God, set me straight, make me feel like a million bucks again, and just get me ready for the day. So please head on over to their website. That's liquid-iv.com to check out their amazing line of products. And get this, when you use promo code Art of the Beholder, all one word, you'll get 20% off your order. Now, if you need a little direction on where to start, I recommend Lemon Lime. Guys, you're going to love it, won't be disappointed. So please give it a shot and get more fuel for life's adventures. Now, back to the show. Greetings and salutations, all you beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Art of the Beholder, a show dedicated to all things eclectic in the world of art. I'm your host, Novo Day, and today we're going to be talking about art and, well, the arts again with our ever-evolving open discussion segment, Is It Art? Focusing on new social media platform Threads by Facebook parent company Meta. So there's no theses today, no gems, just unadulterated discussion. To help us discuss, we have the OG himself back in the house. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. Theodore T. Buck. Welcome back, Buck. Bom dia. Bom dia? Yes, that's uh, bom dia. Bom dia, actually, is how they pronounce it. But uh, yeah, that's good morning in Portuguese. Oh, I did not. I did not know that. A little, yep. a little um, language lesson for us today. Yes, this is like Sesame Street. You, you learn, you learn <laughs> you're, things. You're welcome, good people. So, uh, why are we talking about this today? So, let's. I do got to give the good people just an eensy weensy 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 bit of background because, uh, and a lot of you already probably know this, but for those few of you that don't, Facebook's parent company, Meta, launched a new social media platform and company called Threats. But why? So uh, Mr. Zuck, Zuck of the Berg, Zuckerberg, the stuff, yeah. has been wanting to create something like Twitter for a long time now, actually, if you he, actually he tried the history. Twitter. He yep. tried buying it at one point. He even tried buying Twitter at one point. But as we all know, um, or most of you know, Mr. Elon Musk beat him to it. But to some people's surprise, but to most, no one's surprised. Under the leadership of Musk, Twitter has evolved into a bit of a, how should I put this, dumpster fire. And shit um, show, shit show uh, yeah. dumpster fire, apocalypse, dystopian landscape of a future. Uh, there's a lot of adjectives we could we could pull out of our yeah. hat. Yeah. But uh, I feel like dumpster fire was the first one I thought of, so I'm just going to stick with that. Now, when uh, the Bergs, the Zucks, the Facebooks, the Metas mm-hmm. saw this, the they immediately faces. saw blood in the water as well. Sharks. So Zuckerberg clearly saw an opportunity. He said to himself, why don't we launch our own thing? Try to corner the market, which brings us to our conversation today. 
He launched Threads as uh, an, an, an antithesis to Twitter. If you hate Twitter, you want something like it, but the complete opposite, mm-hmm. come here to Threads. Yeah. So where do we go from here? That's what we're going to talk about today. And so there's a lot to discuss. And of course, we're going to bring it, you know, we're going to ground it with the art community. But before we get there, let's take a little break. Let's hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back, guys. This episode is brought to you by Novella Adulteration. Follow adult entertainer Jessica Amber Starr as she embarks on a journey that will change her life forever. She not only finds herself in the industry, but figures out a way to transform herself and eventually become reborn. Find out how on Adulteration, which can be found on Amazon in both paperback and ebook, available now. Now back to the show. All right, Buck, I got a question for you. Sure. To uh, to break this thing open, to get the ball rolling, mm-hmm. will threads be the next big thing is is threads a new frontier perhaps no i don't think it will be he gave us a hard no immediately guys yeah he's like yeah and 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 let me let me back up i i kind of so he's it's just another competitor yeah so so i think i think yeah so so definitely this is um you know i i kind of come I, I work in this field a little bit. Um, sector. This sector, yeah. Let's just the call private it private sector. Yeah, so this is definitely, this is just in what we would call an MVP, a, a minimal viable product that just was Ooh. thrown out there, um, which, you know, is not uncommon. But, um, you know, this this seemed like it was it was kind of cobbled together based off of what Instagram, you know, some of their, their back end and, and, and some of their um, products on top of that. They kind of compete with it, the, you know. It's you know, it, it's obviously a Twitter knockoff. I, I think what's happening here, yeah, like you said, Zuck is he, he. They smell, they smell the blood in the water, and people, you know, Twitter, Twitter is is accessible overall, and it has been for a long time. It has devolved quite a bit over the years, and exponentially so since Musk took over. Yeah, and in in. And I can go really deep on Musk and, and my thoughts on him and, and you know, and, and, and this isn't like let's just bash on Musk, even though like it's he's an easy target right now. But I think, you know, it's it, he's kind of being exposed as kind of what a lot of us have kind of, you know, had thoughts or kind of suspected is there's no question that he's a smart man. And he 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 he's probably you know is brilliant in certain areas. He's just not a brilliant businessman. He's they're doing things that do not make a lot of sense. Like the the most recent one where I was just like, okay, this is this is really odd, and I understand why they're trying to do it, but it's it, it, you're losing the big picture. You're you you're losing in the long game, and that was limiting the number of posts you can see in a day oh yeah they're throttling us all yeah all back and and they're doing that to keep from scrapers and things like that because there's a lot of things going on but right aren't now. those you know we've heard this before aren't those just excuses like i think he's doing everything in his power to uh save money well yes yes because he is in serious financial it trouble right now and like personally serious like personally. it is yeah multi-billion he, dollar debt it's well it's, and it's really bad and he was an idiot and i think and I'm, I'm sorry for just calling him that but straight out and i'm not trying to like i know there's a lot of the Elon well let me fans. let me push back on you a little bit that's what we like to do on this segment because i think yes i agree with you i think he is a brilliant 
I think uh, it in certain realms. And I actually I actually disagree with you, respectfully disagree with you. I actually think he is a good businessman businessman, but with a big asterisk asterisk to that. Uh, the caveat is it depends on the sector. And social media, I actually remember when he first decided to buy this and I was reading a lot of other, you know, New York Times kind of articles about this acquisition. And there was one that stood out to me that I think is still fitting to this day. And it, I think it was entitled Elon Musk, Welcome to Hell um, yeah, yeah. by purchasing Twitter. Because, you know, Twitter being a social media platform, it is completely unlike all of his other ventures that he has helped helm. This is the first time that it, and you can't, the point is, the point being is that you can't run it like a traditional business. You can't run it like a car company. You can't run it like a fucking boring, uh, the boring company. You know, it's not just one product that he's launching to uh, a customer base. This is, this is news. This is opinions. This is, you know, I can, I can see like on the surface, like the superficial appeal to acquiring this and being like, oh, this is the new Times Square, which is the worst worst analogy of all time because in a in in that context we would have normal uh, you know civil uh, discourse and you know like whereas twitter it's just I, I think i've said this before in our shows twitter's the equivalent of someone running up to you yelling their views in your face and then running away there's yeah. no dialogue. There's no conversation. No, there's not. And when there is stuff, you know, there's this keyboard, you know, hiding behind your keyboard aspect of things. And and dogpiling. I feel like there yeah. is a there's a psychology of like, especially on the far left, which we criticize a lot on our show as much as the far right, is like once there's a bandwagon, like, okay, we're all going to decide to hate this person today. Or we're going to cancel this person. We're going to gang up. You know, there is a bully element to the platform and yeah. especially when it's not moderated i think i think there does need this is where it gets so challenging because i see on one hand absolutely we uh, you know we need freedom of speech but absolutely there has to be this you know civility to that it can't just be everything it can't be hate speech and racist speech and all this stuff which brings us to i feel like we could spend a, way too much time on this i think everyone gets the point it's bad <laughs> Twitter's bad, and that's when Mark Zuckerberg. I think we need to switch gears. That's when Mark Zuckerberg said, "Okay, well, let's give. You know, we want to make something like this. There is, there is a space for this. There's a market for this. Let's give the customers an alternative." Yeah. So I think, yeah, in any business, you know, in any sector, that's that's a common thing for people to jump in. I mean, that's the basis of capitalism: is that you know you have different options and you choose the best one because of competition. So yeah, I think. You know, I think they're, you know, the, the it was the fastest growing app ever. Well, I will say this. I, I, I did think the launch was brilliant because they were like, yeah. okay, why, you know, we already have this huge and it went user really base smoothly. from Instagram. Yeah. Let's have, let's somehow allow the Instagram users to just transition to threads through their already owned and utilized profile. Yeah. And so it's a smart idea. You didn't have idea. to start over. It's a smart, yeah, it's a smart idea. And like I said, they were using a lot of what Instagram had already on the back end and, and they were kind of putting that in there as well. You know, they had the user base, you know, but the one thing I've noticed is like, you know, I think people came over there thinking it was going to be a similar experience and it's not, it can't be, 
you can't have like you know just jump in and see what's trending or something like that. Yeah, it's not news focused yet. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more conversation. It's very much based on the algorithm. So, you know, it's kind of still being curated in the background towards you, which I I think some people, that's that's kind of difficult for them. Um, It's not something I want. I would like more control. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, this is what they do with Instagram. They they have an algorithm. You can, you know, they they curate th- yeah, what what's being shown to you through that algorithm. So it's based on what you you do, like how long you watch a. Do you think it will eventually evolve into a lot of the same? Uh yeah, I I think they're going to do things. That, you know, you have to kind of skirt around that between you know you know they can't do an exact copy. I think there's going to be newer features that pop up. Like one thing I I really like about Twitter though um, is spaces. And it's mainly from a sports aspect. There's, you know, from uh, the teams that we, you, you know, you and I like and our friends like, there's like people that will get on there and talk to like players on the team on there. And that's really mm. kind of cool to hear their that aspect. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and, 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 you know, hear what they're, they're going through. And so things like that, that I think they're missing. I don't think you'll see in threads or at least for a while until Twitter implodes well, and somebody buys it, you know, maybe it is meta that ends up buying it uh if it if it's if it's going to just completely fall apart but yeah i mean you know it, it's it's an interesting thing I, I i like the conversations on there so far there there's definitely i feel like you can reach to certain people especially celebs i i was i was talking to a person that said that they had interactions with a famous person that they never had on twitter before the, like the person they were actually in an active conversation with this person so hmm. I, I i still think it's too early I, I could be totally wrong it could just take over um but i you know i think that we're getting more siloed into different yeah let's uh, speculate things. on yeah. how these things evolve because and uh, you know me and buck grew up with the good old days where there was only what a handful of platforms where literally everyone went for either uh, their news or connecting with friends and i think in the well it was i mean the first like kind of social media that i mean there was and we were in college by this time facebook I think it was, well it's myspace and facebook and friendster i mean those yes. were kind of the ones those around. were yeah the the trinity were but in my eyes i feel like since facebook, facebook really monopolized kinda, that yeah that market it became yeah. it's the sole vessel for we were like sophomores in college freshman right how the the lexicon has has evolved in terms of calling these these specific platforms social media and you know but now we have zuck wasn't the first one to try to do this remember there was mastodon and there's truth social still and all these other horrible fucking well just a lot just terms of social media platforms where my point being is that we went from like the original ogs to now dozens and dozens and because people are like oh there's there's markets well, to be to be found. There's there's money to be made, but well, it has changed dramatically. And this isn't the first time. I mean, if you if you look back to Facebook, there was Google Plus. That was a competitor. That was a big competitor that ended up being shut down. You know, you could argue Tumblr and things like that. That and they made some some business decisions that that really killed them. And and we can get into that of, of what that really was. Um, well, the, the, here's my point. Here's my point is there. It has 
evolved. It is it has become a Hydra head um, since kind of its birth, and yeah. it has spawned so many different versions. And I wanted to tee up the next conversation with you know back in the day, it truly was there was a social you know cultural uh, relevance to it, where it's like, oh, what are my friends up to? How do I communicate with them? How do I see people from my past easily? How do I how do I create an easy event space? or an invitation hmm. to uh, create this dynamic in the real world. And I feel like as these things evolved and we got more and more of them, and especially in the last couple of years, once TikTok took over a lot of these spaces and a lot of Gen Z and even younger audiences, eyes, ears, and attention, it has, I think, I feel like we need a new name for it because it has, you know, we don't really go to these places to see what our friends are doing or to see, connect with new people or old people or find invitations. It's, you know, I feel like it's evolved from social media to like social entertainment. It's not even the same thing anymore. Mm. And I feel like it's going to, and everyone kind of followed suit. I remember once TikTok pretty much took over a lot of these spaces Everyone tried to copy them. A good example of yeah. is like Instagram, where in in the OG days it was like purely YouTube. pictures. Well, it was like you know pictures, and now it, it became reels. You know, yeah, YouTube where like everything became reels with shorts. YouTube has shorts now that they're they're really pushing on you. I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely they they saw an opportunity there, and they're trying to because all Instagram reels is is just I would say seventy percent of them are. Um, repostings of TikTok posts. With that in mind, I want to start bringing in our community a little more in the discussion. Will this, will these new evolutions, if you will, become our home? Or will it just be another landscape for the amateurs to take over? Because not that long ago, I feel like we, when we talk about these things, it feels like it's been around for years and years and years. But like the the evolution of just like the teen in their room doing a dance video and that getting millions of views, mu- millions of views and all of our eyes and all of our attention is relatively new. And I feel like, will this be our home? You know, will will this be or, or not necessarily threats, but places like it? Will this be our new home for serious art and artists? Or will it just be another uh, playground for an amateur market? Well, no, I think it already is. I, and you're saying for both or just yeah, the latter. Yeah. I, I think it's for both. I, I think when you're saying, you know, you're saying when you have teens just dancing in front of a thing and they they're, and they're making millions of views. This has always been the case with this. It, it was just more kind of commercialized and more of a done at a more at a, a more professional scale, but just focused on you know a few people where it's been more democratized now. So mm. yes, it is an amateur, you know, there's a lot of amateur things, but you're seeing these people, there's some of these people on, you know, TikTok, Instagram, and you know, these social, and a lot of people know this already. They're making more than, you know, Hollywood actors, the big time Hollywood actors. Are you talking about the amateur, you know, just like, I'm doing dances. You yeah, know, some of them are making four minutes. You know, two hundred, like three hundred million seconds. dollars a year. Some of them, yeah. I mean, in and so this influencer thing that we've seen come up, it's it's definitely popular because there's more of a uh, intimate connection that people feel. So like I they guess have. I'm asking, will there be more of that, or do you yes, think? I, I think we're, that, and that's my point. It, it's 
it's it's already here. Well, and I well and and my uh, piggyback point is I feel like that's going to continue to push out the real artists, like people that really take you know like. Well, what what is a real artist though, Novo? Like 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 here we're coming in the gate. Okay, I will. Okay, I will. Let's let's use the dance <laughs> example again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 stay on that because that's a very popular thing. Yeah. Think about the ballet dancer. Think about the little girl or little boy that started when they were, you know, you know, still in single digits and they took dance their entire life. And their dream was to perform the nutcracker in a ballet or whatever your favorite piece is in your mind. Okay. Uh And they have trained their entire life to, for this one craft, this one passion, their, their art. Yeah. And time and time again, they're probably, there's a lot of competition in any any industry like that or any anything in the arts. Like mm-hmm. actors probably know this well, where they feel like they go to a million auditions and they they lose all of them except for, you know, one tiny little part. And they have to grind for years. And then they see this Gen Z community of dancers that historically have stole dances from usually, you know, people of color, minority groups, and they their their views go gangbusters and suddenly they have what you're describing is, you know, they get product placement and they get advertisements and they're making 300 million a year and they have they haven't dedicated themselves to this craft. They just got lucky. I would be <laughs> I would be very I would I would be filled with rage if I was if I was the former where I trained my entire life for one craft only be to be shoved out of the way because of the new market. What you're describing is, I'm going to say it again, time is a flat circle. It, I mean, this time has been going on circle. since the beginning of... Uh, right, the market energy. will always, we've had conversations about this too, the market will always speak, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, this is, I mean, you're saying the same thing. I mean, you can make comparisons to Elvis and him taking uh, black musicians' music and, and making it popular from them who had, you know, spent, you know, a lot of their life playing in small clubs and, and coming up with these brilliant uh, music. I mean, and Elvis is, is the popular example. I mean, this was this happened with a it lot depends of on medium, too, because obviously, like yeah. the musicians that are doing this are just doing covers. They're very rarely. Well, doing yeah, but what work. But what I'm saying, I, I think with what you're saying is like you have somebody that that spent their whole life. Yeah. Dedicated to one dedicated craft, to the craft. And then somebody art. comes along and and does one dance and gets a lot more hits. I, I don't think that's necessarily. Well, and I also think the craft is itself uh, is i think probably to real dancers it is insulting for someone to watch someone on on yeah whatever real let's say tiktok just kind of move their hips to the music and do some very basic sequences and someone that has studied like ballet and like well, hip hop and like really complicated structures but again at bal- does is does ballet is ballet something that every you know the wide majority of people are interested in i, I mean it goes back to you know you can make music or or films you know you have guys that you know have made these brilliant films that hardly get any views get hardly any box office numbers when they're when they're put in the theaters and then you have transformers that comes along that just goes like like just like for two hours and you know kind of kills some brain cells yeah and 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 then that makes you know billions of dollars in the theaters so I, I think I, I get your point, and I get your point too, because it is it is subjective at the end yeah, of the day. Subjective. What is what is true art, real art, 
it there is no right answer there's no you know like you can say oh these pe- people are more serious than yeah. these people but it's all perspective it's all, it's all point perspective. of view and you got to remember the general population doesn't like to be challenged most of the time so when you're watching ballet you're 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 focused on the movements and the beauty of how this person is moving and and dancing and some people just want to watch um a hot 25 year old just kind of shake <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah careful I, <laughs> yeah i know to, but like, like I, I'm, definitely I'm older be, than 18 well that yeah but i'm just saying like i i mean that sounds really brash and no no you're 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 just nature, you're a realist yeah, yeah. they yeah. want uh they want something easily digestible yeah easy they don't want to work hard um for it uh, which yeah. makes me think of us seeing the smile the other night. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, them. no, me too. talk about them in our after hours show now. So, yeah, I guess there is no I guess it I, I, I guess to conclude this segment, it it depends on really where you're standing. Yeah. You know, I think because I think both sides probably see it the same way. Honestly, like I bet the really serious, you know, artist that has dedicated their whole life to it looks at the other side and be like, fuck, like they just they're doing a fraction of what I can do. And look how, you know, look how popular and successful and monetized their career is becoming. Whereas the on on the other side, they're, you know, the amateur market, they're probably like, well, you know, this isn't nothing. We still have to, you know, and this still using the example of the dancing, like we still have to learn the dances. We have to you know, edit the videos. Like it's not nothing. Like we're still, you know, trying to do exactly what you're doing, but just in a different, you know, playing field, different market. So yeah. I can, I can kind of go see it going both ways as well. Well, I just want to make this one quick point. I think it goes back to like, why are you doing it? Is it for the money or the art too? So, and that's just the, usually the serious ones are for the art and yeah. the amateurs are for the money and fame. Yeah. So in a it, nutshell, again, it goes back to, you know, it, and it sucks because these people are, you know what you're the example you're bringing up they're incredibly talented and should be you know observed and paid and 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 given the you know the praise that they deserve and the credit but i mean that's just how it's the same old story i mean this is this has gone back throughout time this is just how the general population is and there's an element that it's not fair and it it is what it is is and the market will do uh the market will speak for itself the market will dictate how these things move and change and who gets compensated for uh their time and efforts so let's switch gears now to the future, because I think an interesting topic, much to connect it to our, our, our first talking points about how these things have evolved and changed. And we almost need like a new, you know, social entertainment is the easiest way for it. Uh, but, you know, we're we all know what we're going to do again, going back to your point of like, eh, this is just, this is culture, this society. We're going to keep so- calling it social media. Cause we've called it social media for so long, even though I don't think it's the same thing. SOMO. Yeah. SOMO. I don't think it's the same thing at all. I think it's evolved in something dramatically different, closer, more akin to just pure entertainment. But with that being said, do you feel like this is the beginning of, of the end you know we we talk about this a lot like in our music conversations we're like i think this you know you know like in our justice um show like i think this was the end of an era i remember you kind of uh bringing up and i i usually you're the one that sees those things historically but i feel that i'm the one that feels that way this time yeah i feel like this in a way is the end of an era um well end of an era like end of uh 
Twitter or just like no uh, no just the end of what social media uh, meant for the first ten years. To be honest, I think it's been gone for a while. I I I I I joke, but I'm I'm actually pretty serious about this. Uh, Facebook died when they started allowing your parents to join. Um, Mm, wasn't cool anymore. Well, and I think it's well, it's a generational. (laughs) Now that's an age old. It's funny you bring that up when you're talking about the other stuff. That's an age old thing like as soon as an older generation tries to infiltrate an era that's at has mostly a younger generation suddenly they don't want to be there anymore and i bet tiktok will be that way soon too yeah yeah tiktok it's going to be an ever-evolving cycle and i think we've already seen that i i don't the big ones will stick around but one of the things i've noticed is you know with with facebook especially when the older generation joined they didn't really they hadn't like kind of grown up with it or didn't really fully understand it totally and that's how we built in like things like our current political framework and things like that is you know people read things on there and they're like oh well my friend's posting it so it must be true you know they want to they want to lie to me those kind of things so god yeah um so no i i well i i say yes in in certain ways it's gonna there's gonna be different areas eras so with millennials for us it was a lot of snapchat um of facebook you know we were kind of the and and originals and instagram um you saw that kind of pull away and go to like things like musically which was for a younger audience and then when that kind of merged when they got uh, sucked up by tiktok and they merged um and that kind of morphed into what this is but you see a lot there's a lot of older people now using tiktok so i mean I, i think eventually the thing with TikTok that's been different is that there's a curated algorithm thing again that's providing mm-hmm. you things. So I think that's going to save it for a little bit longer, but something else is going to pop up. At the end of the day, it's just business. It's just know, business. Yeah. Like, they don't care I, about I, if people really connect with each other. You know, I feel like that. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, you know, when Mark Zuckerberg, you probably, most people have seen like, the, the social network, the movie. And yeah. I think on a very, you know, almost innocent, childlike, adolescent way of viewing these things, I feel like that was the drive in the beginning, you know, like, oh, why don't we make this thing so we can, you know, talk about hot girls and show our relationship status and, you know, um, you know, connect with our friends and yeah. figure out where the party's at. And then it turned into like, how do we maximize advertisement revenue? Yeah. It- yeah, it, it always it they everyone sells out for the money and and to make the shareholders happy. So, yeah, I, I think I think you're right in some ways where you see an end of something, but I think something's just going to come up and take its place, and it's just this ever evolving cycle. But the one thing I do think that's going to happen is you're going to get more siloed because people will stick to you know certain applications. Because uh, they're just comfortable or used to them, right? Um, and Probably like a Facebook is a good example. Like a of Facebook, that. I think Facebook's a good example of that it's much. I I only see older people posting on there as much anymore. Not really any younger. Um, oh, not that I have like a, a lot all. of younger friends, but I do have a handful of pe- people I do. Uh, well, and you can just observe. You don't even have yeah. to be friends with them, especially people that have public accounts and not private ones. And I think they all have accounts, which is. A lot of people, I think, make Facebook accounts anymore just so that you can view like um, business pages and things like that. Well, yeah, and it, well, it, you know, going back to you know these things are you know it's not only a business, but it's it's for other businessmen and women. That's you know, yeah. going back to the art community again. Will it you know will it will these a lot of the evolutions of these things be our new home? Yes and yeah. no. I think half of the time they're distractions. Yeah. I feel like. The more people spend on there just talking about 
that they're going to do a thing, they're actually not doing the thing. Yeah, it's it's like when people post a lot about all the things they're doing. Um, a lot of the times it's they're 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 over exaggerating, over embellishing what they're actually doing just to make themselves kind of feel better. I, there was a famous post, and this is a while ago on uh, Reddit, where this kid took a picture of his sister uh, who was an influencer and saying that she was going on this big hike. And all she was doing was she was going into her backyard that was in their house and they lived in the Pacific Northwest. So it kind of looked like a forest. So she was saying like she dressed up and got in all of her gear and said she was going, it was hiking day. He's like, no, she's just in our backyard. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, there's that, that feeling, you know, I, think I feel in a weird way. That's almost an art is creating I do too. fantasy I... realm to put online. So don't get me wrong. If yeah. you're doing now that, with that being said, if you're just doing that stuff to put out into the world through these platforms, that kind of is an art in a way. And if you're yeah, going to somehow monetize that, then that makes sense. But if you're doing the OG stuff, you're, you're a musician, you're a writer, yeah. you're a filmmaker. If you're on, my advice is if you're on these platforms and you're talking about the thing, you know, like, oh, you know, I got to just, I got to muster the energy. You're, you know, you're typing about wanting to actually make the things. Yeah. You'll never make them, you know, yeah. you put it down, do it. do it and use them. I totally get advertisements, you know, that's why, yeah. that's why we still use them, you know, but we'll got to pay really, the bill somehow. Yeah. Will it really be this? I can't, you know, going back to some of the points that I didn't even answer or the questions I asked, but I didn't even answer myself. Yeah. You know, will these be homes to, I can't really see it very well. You know, like the artist, let's just say it's a painter, you know, he does fine art ugh, portraits or, you know, landscapes or still lifes, whatever his thing is or her thing, you yeah. know, you know, it used to be like they put a bunch of them up on Instagram and they're like, here, check out my work. If you like it, you know, you can buy it through this site. You know, I think those will be still part. St that'll still be yeah. there in a way, but it won't be. I don't I feel like it won't be the main landing area like it used to be. I feel yeah. like a lot of people were like, well, I do have a website, but we'll just go to my Instagram page. You'll see everything there. Now I feel like it made it. The, the opposite may happen where people are like, well, we're all on the socials, but if you really want a hub, just go to my website. I think that'll be easier. Yeah, I, I, I think I still think it's going to be app centric, but, you know, it might be a different type of app that, that becomes kind of a hub. And I think there's already a couple out there that that do that. Um, like Linktree and things like that, but that's kind of more on the web. But I, I mean, that just helps you connect, yeah. To think. yeah, I, feel, I don't feel like that's actually a platform. That's just the middleman. Yeah, but it, I, I think, I think we're in a world and we're already there where they're using, you know, multiple. Like, I did see somebody that giving somebody a hard time for posting the same thing on Twitter as in threads. And I can't remember what they called it, but you know, I think you're going to see that too, where you know people will use the different apps for different, and I think we're already seeing it, for different types of posts. So like Instagram might be for, you know, more of like showing pictures, you know, kind of a long, I was somewhat like a more of a long form posting where showing pictures of their trip, whereas, you know. So you think it'll be just to start to dive, you know, start to tiptoe into conclusions. You think it'll be something new, like something will always replace the other things yeah. that are getting stale, but we're going to be doing the same things there, it sounds like. Yeah, I, I think it's just, it's it's kind of a, a life cycle of things, I think. Like forever? I mean, there's going to be at this point where we're just kind of done doing this, you know? I feel like just in the in, in using the... um 
the point of like, is this the end of the air an end of an era? I think so because it has dramatically changed. So like, what is the next level, you know, to all of this? I, I can't actually, I have no idea. I, I don't know how yeah. to answer that personally, but are we going to do this forever? I don't know. I feel like people are going to get sick of it. And, and that is going to replace all this stuff, whatever that thing is, not, not necessarily the new vessel for the same old thing. And then we just keep doing it with, you know, you know, it, going back to the original topic point, essentially threads instead of Twitter, even though threads yeah. is exactly to a T the same thing with little, you know, text boxes where we talk to each other. Well, we want that forever. I, I can't say I, it personally. I, think, I, well, you know, it, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a little bit more pessimistic than you are. I, I do think it's this is kind of just the way things are going to go. Wow. Um, okay. I interesting. I, yeah. I. I don't. I. I think people have already gotten fed up. I mean, <laughs> follow us part two in fifty years. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like I. I've, I've gotten. F- I. I have. I'm pretty much off of most social media. I. I have. So I case in really point, post. you're you're completely done with it then. You know, well, I still check. So what is the point like, of threads and stuff like that then? For well, you? I was well, that's what I was going to. I, I think <laughs> oddly, I don't use Facebook or Instagram really that much anymore. But what I what I do use is I do use Twitter and threads. And it's mostly just to get news or, you know, I'm a big sports junkie. I, I want to hear about like latest deals, like who's getting signed, where uh, recruiting for college, like who's who's talking to who right now. It's hmm. conference realignment. That's the one thing I'm hearing. So you hear like rumors, this person saying that thing, that thing. So it's almost like that's replaced forums for me. Yeah. Like but I used to go, you, you know, I used to be kind of a forum. Yeah, lawyer. I think, but it's, but to your point, that is the same thing with just a different name. It's semantics. Exactly. Like so we used it, to have blogs and now we just have posts. Yeah. We used to have vlogs and now we just have reels. Like it is the yeah. same thing in a it's lot the same of ways thing, just in with a different, a different name and just it, on in a, a different, different place. format. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's going to go away. I think somebody's going to come up with something new and and it really is the youth drives the oh yeah you know the adoption so when when the the you know when we get to the late zoomers here in about you know seven eight years yeah you know and and you know they start geriatric zoomers yeah they can start getting a whiplash from the generation that comes after them you know they're they're going to start seeing a lot of things uh change too and and it's going to be weird too because millennials were the largest age group after boomers like compared to boomers we're the you know, we're the second largest age group and, and the zoomers are very small. So Mm. that also has a big influence too. So I think what the millennials still kind of attach to is still going to have a big impact as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I don't think a lot of these things are going to necessarily go away totally, but there are going to be new things, new iterations of things. And, and as, as things evolve, what I'm going back to the silo thing though, I think you know, now it's more democratized, but I still think it's going to, you know, we're going to see more and more of that curated algorithm. We're just going to specific things and you're only going to see not what everybody else is seeing, but what you're specifically seeing um, or based on your interests and other people's. So, yeah, we're, to a lot of your points earlier, we're already there. We've been there for five Maybe uh, three, years. five, three, three to four years at least. Yeah, for we are in those echo, so. echo chambers and those bubbles, and uh, for yeah. better or worse. Well, there you have it, uh, guys. Uh, the world, the ever evolving world that is social media and or whatever name we come up with next. I 
want to call it social entertainment. But I feel like the, a good place to end is, again, putting the ball in your guys' court. What do you guys think? Obviously, me and T-Buck are on opposite ends of the spectrum. He thinks it's going to most likely stay the same but evolve evolve but stay the same in a lot of ways i think we'll probably get sick of it and something else will completely revolutionize those spaces so thank you guys so much for listening of course i want to thank my guest mr theodore t buck but before we go well we got to get a little love to um our sponsors This episode is also brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is our go-to tool for remote podcast recordings. What's great is that you can record separate audio and video tracks, and it's all backed up on a secured cloud so you never lose your hard work. Even better, it's easy to use, and there's nothing to download. So go to zen.ai, that's z-e-n.ai slash art of the beholder, or just use promo code art of the beholder and get 30% off your first three months with a pro account. And if you like that, guys, you can always check us out at NovaDayProductions.com. You can follow us at underscore Nova underscore day and days to E and at Nova Day Media. Don't forget to like, subscribe, do all the things. If you'd like to be on the show, you can reach out to us at NovaDayMedia at gmail.com. So until next time, you know what to do. We'll see you in the next one. So be good to each other. And as always, good luck and Godspeed. We love you. Art of the Beholder is brought to you by Novo Day Productions, created and hosted by Novo Day and the Novo Day Collective. Facebook.com slash Novo Day Media, at Novo Day Media on Twitter and Instagram. Music by A Company, Facebook.com slash Aco Music 123, Aco on Spotify. Logo designed by Tom Justice, J E S T U S, of thejusticecompany.com, and executively produced by Clayton Anderson. All rights reserved. Are we all going to be wearing VR glasses and and we're going to be interacting like that, like, like Ready, Ready Player, Player One? One. Oh, are God. we? Yeah, are we I hope do... not. I, I actually, I actually think that's as much as it's not a dystopia future, like you know, Terminators coming yeah. and stomping down our doors and killing us. Oh, that <laughs> that's still a possibility. Uh, I I'm, feel like I'm ready. I feel like that. You know, the Ready Player One future is is probable and yeah. plausible. And I feel like that is scarier than than this term, this idea of a Terminator uprising kind of thing, because it's more it, it's more uh, practical. I feel like the Ready Player One scenario is more likely to happen where we are prisoners to our own devices 